What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Three beers later. Three beers later. Episode number 11 of the Three Beers Later podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mark Onweiler and Connor Happer with you here. And we're happy to be here. However, as we embark on our second decade of episodes, episode-wise, not year-wise. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, if, as I, we embark I didn't think we have been doing it that long. I have realized that we have hit a crescendo. Ooh. And, and we're we, getting louder? We well we we've hit it now we're we are starting back at the bottom, so I, I think ideally this show week by week gets better 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 better. There might have been a hiccup or two in there. I can't remember exactly right. how it went. The, the Brett Kane episode was awful. That's right. The yeah. Brett Kane one was down. That was probably like what six something like that down. But you know that's that's how growth works. PJ Flick taught us that. But ten was. Much higher than one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because we had David Wallace on, and that was really nice of him to come on. But now, here we are back by ourselves with no one to talk to besides ourselves. And and I think what we have to do now to start off this episode is plan out a new person to bother on Twitter. A new person. So by episode 20. Yeah. Okay. I've been giving this some thought. Do you have any names? Not that, not anything that comes off my. Is it? Do you want to get another side character from the office? Oh, maybe. That seems, maybe. It, it, you know, it seems like maybe we shouldn't go to that well again. Right. I know there were people that listened to the last episode that said I would have, I would have enjoyed it more if you, if you watched, if I'd watched the office. Yeah. Um. So maybe someone more obscure. By the way, uh, are we going to the tech, <laughs> uh, the tech conference? Oh. Oh, we have like two days to uh, to RSVP for that. We should go. It's free. It is free. Yeah. We we just. I mean, seriously. Sign up. Okay. Okay. Because what's, you know. You're right. What, what are we out? Yeah, right. Okay. Sign we'll, up. We'll figure that out. Uh, yeah. If you want to come with us, AIM Tech Awards. Yeah. In free, Omaha. In Omaha. At where? I forget. Okay. Good. Somewhere. In Next co- week. Somewhere in coming. It's by uh, by Zipline. I, I remember that much. Oh, okay. Down, downtown. Downtown. Got you. Uh, next Wednesday, I believe. David Wallace was very confused he on didn't the know. dates. He's he was wrong four different times. 16th and the 19th, yeah. but I believe the website actually says the 15th, <laughs> which is Wednesday. Which does... and it's got his name on there. You, I mean, if you go on the website, we checked it out right after we did the show last week or the next day or whatever it was, <laughs> and it's a banner on there, and it's him in, in his suit, and it's like, keynote speaker, Andy Buckley from the hit television show The Office, as well as other things or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and even his description says he was on The Office with Steve Carell. You like <laughs> Steve Carell? That's a that's about a a perfect amount of celebrity to be in my mind. Yeah, right. You can still do shit like this yeah. and without being mobbed or anything. And we only mildly fanboyed. So yeah, like I mean, and and none of the stuff. That he would, it, like, if he would have said something crazy on the show, which he kind of did. He I kind, mean, yeah. He said some crazy stuff. Like, if we were to really push that out there, like, David Wallace from The Office said this, it wouldn't, it would be in, inconsequential. Right, because nobody's paying attention to him or us. But, like, if Steve Carell comes in our podcast and says some of that shit, 
then, <laughs> you know, then it goes a little bit bigger. Then, like, Perez Hilton it get, picks it up, and, and yeah. it goes viral. So, all right, all right, back to the original problem here. Before we tell you what beers we're drinking, because this is, it's another important kind of milestone in our show as far as that is concerned tonight, but let's... There's a new rule. Let's plan this out. Yeah. Okay. Well, the name that I came up with, I don't even know if most people know who he is. Um, the name's John Mulaney. I, I mean, I'm I am familiar with the name. Okay, and probably if you showed me his face, I could look it up right now. But okay, well, I I, I can't even tell you everything he's done. He had, I know you're a fan though. I'm a fan of his. He was in Lincoln a few months back, and I went to his show. It was hilarious. If anybody's seen the Netflix series Big Mouth. Which was with Nick Kroll. It was a Nick Kroll creation. He's got a weird face. He's got a weird face. Yeah. Um, he was the Nick Kroll's friend on that show. He and Nick Kroll did a Broadway show together. Does he seem cool to you? He seems very uh, nerdy cool. All right. Um, you know, I feel like he'd fit in. Does he seem like he likes beer? I, uh, Yeah. That's never really yeah. been a qualification. No. Right. I feel bad anytime someone says, oh, I should check you out because I've been looking for beer-related things. And I, we, we just drink it. Also, we talk right. talk about I, it too yeah, much. Yeah, I know. That, that's that's really weird. Oh, sweet, a beer podcast? All, well, the, all the beer podcasts always come off. Well, it's not really a beer Should podcast. we do more beer? Like, get, get nerdier with the beer? What more can you say? I don't know. It's yummy. Exactly. <laughs> Was Andy Buckley drunk and eating cereal on our show last week he says he doesn't drink that's what he said he, he goes, said I'm, that he doesn't he, drink he said he's not much of a drinker oh, i asked him what he's drinking that, he said that Cheerios. makes me think that he was drunk i'm not much of a drinker yeah. right because everything he said was a lie yeah every single thing he yeah, said that, was that, a lie now he i mean i listened back to it it sound he sounded drunk. he sounded drunk yeah. we'll have to ask him next week at the aim tech Awards. that's right we'll be somewhere there. in omaha all right john mulaney okay we we can we can sit on that a little bit. Yeah, you know? and, and like we'll take suggestions. Like when you hear this, hurl suggestions at us as to who are, and and know the rules too. It can't be like you know Michael Jordan. No, right, it's, right. It, there's like there's if, if you're thinking in, if our... you're thinking in that realm, you got to go somebody very inconsequential from that team mm. or something like that. Tony Kukoc. or eh, that's still too okay. big. I think okay. yeah. um, Phil Jackson's. Assistance or like assistance. A, a team manager, maybe yeah. or something like that. And I, I don't really know the ins and outs of like the '95 Bulls, but like you know, somebody who didn't play very much. Steve Kerr. Eh, see, Steve Kerr. He's busy now. He's too busy yeah. now, right? Dennis Rodman. It doesn't have to be sports or anything like that, but that was just the first thing that came <laughs> to my head. All right. Um, Would you rather go into the music world? Oh, do you have an example? No. I don't know anything about music. So We were talking about Good Charlotte today. You want to get Good Charlotte on the show? So, yeah, right. That's like, probably the right level. Not not Billy Joel. Billy Joel's first musician, I think, of <laughs> okay. whatever. He's but, like, the guy that heads up the Billy Joel cover band? No, I mean, he's got to be somewhat like a really, of a celebrity. A really good Billy Joel cover band. No, no, he's got to be actually real. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, good Charlotte, that type of area, Jimmy Eat World, that type of thing. Okay. All right. Just, we'll cast a wide net and whoever is the first to tweet back. How good is Billy Joel? Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, this is, this is something that I've written down before the show tonight. I want to dive deeper into why you don't like music. Okay. All right. And 
we'll take that dive as we get. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a person. As we get beers deep. But speaking of beers tonight, uh, we have a special kind of situation. Mark, could you explain it? Because I don't really fully understand it. Sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, We've got a listener in Michigan who uh, caught on to what we're doing and thought, that's cool. I want to send them some beer from Michigan that they would otherwise not get to experience. It's another person who thinks it's a beer podcast. This person is correct about that because we do need to drink beer while we do this. That's (laughs) essential. His name is Craig Van Buren. He's with the Michigan Department of Agriculture. He's a very cool dude, I'm assuming, because he sent us beer. This is all I I know about Craig Van Buren. He's my best friend. Absolutely. We've got three beers tonight. They're different beers, so we're creating a new rule. Okay. Because he sent us a mixer. Um, three beers a piece, the same three beers for each of us. So a pair of three different beers. So therefore we're creating, this is episode 11. He sent us a sampling. We're going to put those words together. Sample 11. Wow. See what we did. Mm -hmm. New rule. Sample 11. So we've got seven, every seven Ocho Crowlers Mm. sample 11. And at some point these are all going to like come together into one night where we have to have samplers of crowlers over seven percent we don't have to worry about that for a while oh uh, well, yeah at what point would that be that'd be in the hundreds right uh, yeah probably at least i think the first time we're going to run into that is- wait no it's impossible <laughs> oh, well this is episode 11 so now never mind yeah you know you know why we have this this rule here for episode 11 right no because 11's a prime number dumbass ah thank you just like seven at 56 we're gonna have to have crowlers that are higher than 7%. We've done that before. We've done that before, so that one should be easy enough. <laughs> Coincidentally, yes. 77 is going to have to be mixers above 7%. Do you think we'll even be alive at age uh, at episode 77? 88 is going to have to be a sampling of crowlers. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be... What do you mean? He just seems like so far away. We're going to have John Mulaney, and he's going to vault us into and I mean, not, superstardom. Not even it, will the podcast be alive, but like will us as a, as a human race. Oh. Like, will the world be here at episode 88? Wow, yeah. 77 episodes from now? Yeah. That's more than a year. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're definitely going to be nuked by then. Also, we were talking... Bef- we're going to tell you what beer we're drinking. Just once. Not second. yet. It's like half gone already. What? We also have to establish a rule. What if we want to take a week off? What is that possible? Right, we need we need some sort of handbook um, that that you and I agree to an employee handbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Well, we could put it on the website along with the other rules. <laughs> right, yeah. that's basically our. Yeah, got to go faster. That's on there. We're doing a bad job of that one tonight. Uh, yeah, already. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll, we'll take applications for fill-in hosts in that situation if somebody can't be here. Oh, you mean we're going to, the show will go on. I think on. the show must go on. Okay. Wow. All right. I mean, that, I, I learned that in like middle school theater. The but show must go on. This is a podcast. Right. So really we could do whatever the hell we want. Um, Until we get sponsors and we have obligations. And they're going to mandate that you have yeah. to pump out a podcast a or week. Or we're going to have to give them like their 10 bucks back that they spent to sponsor the show. And I've already spent that money yeah. from these sponsors we don't have. All right. Well, we'll have to Except figure for that out. Craig like, Van Buren, what he's sponsoring if, tonight. If it's, if it's in two weeks and, and it's the day before Thanksgiving. Hypothetically. Are you going to be in line for Black Friday already? Is that what you're concerned about? Right. Yeah. JCPenney's opening at two on Thanksgiving. 
2 p.m. Uh, yeah, that's that's the new norm. Yeah, that's horrible. We should talk about that too. Okay, okay. write that down. Black Friday. We're skipping ahead a little bit, but yeah. All right, beer. <laughs> we, is- we didn't do any pre-show meetings, so I'm glad we're doing that now. Um, beer one, because we're gonna have to introduce each beer as we get to it. Oh, and do we rate each beer? I think so. I think we have to rate each beer okay. at the end of each beer. Then. Jesus, there's a lot. Of I stuff. know. Sample eleven's hard. Yeah. Okay. Very taxing on the brain. Okay. Um, this first one comes from Old Nation Brewing Company out of Williamston, <laughs> Michigan. Did we say these all came from Michigan? These are all from Michigan. Yes. Uh, this is their new Orthodox IPA series, the M43, a New England IPA. It sits at 6.8 ABV. Perfect. Uh, 65. Perfect, perfect ABV. 6.8. Right under the 7 every 7 limit. Well, actually 6.9, but 6.8 will take it. Nice. Uh, 65 IBU. This is a tall boy. 16 fluid ounces. Um, citrusy, hazy. Yeah, hazy. Yeah, cannot see through this beer. It kind of looks like a a glass of orange juice with some yeah. grapefruit well, juice in there. A- any way you describe it is not going to make it come off very well. You know, it's like not quite as orange as orange juice, but just as thick. Yeah. So, so this is a <clears throat> this is a New England IPA, pineapple-y, uh, very pineapple. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different stuff and and citrusy type of things going on in there. Dry yeah. hopped with citra hops, amarillo hops, Simcoe hops. Yeah, lot lot of different stuff. But this is a New England style IPA, which I think m- more so a, a a more common IPA is would be the West Coast. IPA. A West Coast IPA. A- I think that's what people associate with IPAs right. generally. Right. More of your piney, bitter sort of IPA. This is juicy, not sweet, but just juicy, fruity. And, and I don't want to say I prefer it Citrusy. because that's throwing like a blanket statement o- over the whole thing. But this is good. This is very good. Yeah, it's I, good. Don't don't ruin our ratings. Good yet, start. Like very, very good start. Absolutely. Okay. Are we ready to actually roll into the podcast? Yep. Let's do it. One. Now that we have established the uh, sample eleven, some ground rules, I suppose we're still figuring that stuff out. You know, and we're at the bottom of the, you know, there's there should be low expectations for episode eleven, and then as right we go because on, we're we're starting a new crescendo. God, I mean, we better get someone for episode twenty, or we're effed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll at yeah. least get an impressionist to pretend. <laughs> Maybe we just have David Wallace. Oh my again. gosh, is that a? Why can't I think of his name? John Mulaney. John Mulaney. No. Um, Harry Carey. Is that Harry Carey on oh, the phone? Oh, yeah. Everyone's wow. got a Harry Carey That's accent. That's amazing. You ever watch that Nathan for you? That Nathan for you? Na- Nathan for you? That show? No, I have no idea what that is. I, I don't know if it's still on. I-, I watched like a couple episodes of that. It was on Comedy Central. Like When you say John Mulaney, for whatever reason, I think of Nathan for you. It's this guy, Nathan. And well, it has the same number of syllables. Nathan John Mulaney, Nathan, Nathan for you. Yeah, I don't. For you is not his last name, but that's the name of the show. Nathan for right. you. Uh, it was hilarious. I thought that's just. I don't know what it is. All right. I can't really describe it. Okay. In that much context, and it doesn't detail. exist anymore. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those that kind of just got cycled through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. Uh, people, events, ideas. Yeah. First try. Well yeah, done. Yeah. 
with but it's like you've done minimal, ten of these already. with minimal hesitation. Yeah. That was probably the least amount of hesitation. Next time, just don't don't do it as a question. I swear to God, this is real. Like, I honestly can't remember the second word because my automatic instinct is after I say people is places things, and I have to physically stop myself from saying places things. But then you have to think, what is it? If it's if it's not that right. So this is. The wheels turning. My goal with this podcast, if nothing else, is to reprogram people's brains so they don't think people, places, things. They think people, events, ideas. Wow. You've done a bad job Me so far. and Eleanor Roosevelt would greatly appreciate that. All right. People. Do we have any people to I talk about? I have a about? person. Okay. His name is Boriska Kiprianovich. That's cool. He's Russian. He is. Um, what do you think of people named Boris? Boris? Yeah, I think they like their vodka. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. What do you think of people named Boris? Same. Okay. I imagine they own a lot of fur. Yeah, but they never wear it because they're never cold. What about Bruno? Bruno. Well, wasn't that the name of one of those Sasha Baron Cohen movies? Yeah. Like I think of- Borat. Right, right. Bruno? Yeah. Bruno. That Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think of that then. I think of a guy wearing not much clothes. Yeah. Bruno. Boriska Kiprianovich is a Russian man. I'm just going to read this straight from here. A Russian man who has baffled scientists since birth claims he lived on Mars before he was reborn on Earth. Um, he has confounded experts with his knowledge of outer space for nearly 20 years. Wait, wait. So he claims he he lived on Mars, but was also born on Earth. Was reborn on Earth. Yeah, he he lived on Mars previously in a, in an old life. So he's not fr- he's he's not from Mars. Oh, his, his his soul or whatever the the uh, Martian equivalent of that. Is. Like, there's a lot of people who th- who think that. <clears throat> well, this man seems to be backing it up. With, with some incredible feats. As a toddler, he amazed his doctors by being able to read, write, and draw all by the age of two. Why would that make him from Mars? Do you know any Earthlings who can read, write, and draw by the age of two? Not really, but Well, that there w- you go. But that wouldn't be like, oh my God, this kid can. This kid is smart as hell. He must be from Mars. It points to abnormalities, and he's explaining to you why he's abnormal. It says this kid's not normal. Let's ask him why. What else has he done? He has also, from just a couple weeks after being born, this will amaze you, he was able to hold up his own head. Just a couple weeks after he was born. Well, I gotta see. Can I see a picture of him? Yeah, you can. Oh, he's a kid right now? Uh, he's like 20, I think. What the hell? He looks like he's 12. He, he might be a kid. I don't really know. Uh, no, nah, this kid is bullshit. Impossible to say. Yeah. Well, his his mom's a doctor, so she can speak to the the medical side of it, and okay, basically tell you he's normal, except he's from Mars. Uh, well, he he's got some information about Mars. He claims to have lived in a war ravaged Mars, which suffered a nuclear catastrophe in the distant past. He says Martians, measuring about seven feet tall, still live underground on the red planet. They breathe carbon dioxide, not oxygen. Oh. Uh, they're immortal. They stop aging at an age of 35 years. Well, well, then how is he? I don't know. 
he suffered some fate. I mean, he had to have died, right? I, I t- well, yeah. His his soul left that body and so here entered here this are one. the quote unquote facts. He's from Mars in a previous life, but that life ended. But Martians are immortal. Didn't completely end. It just changed bodies. Okay. Okay. I'm, all right. I mean, that seems like I mean, I you made that part up, but well, he he, it's it's that's part of being reborn, right? Like that body ended. I yeah, found but there's a new no body. reason for the first life to 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 end. I, I can't, unless I, you die. I can't speak to what happened <clears throat> to that body. I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't breathe carbon dioxide. But when when you're talking about immortality, the body is immortal. May, well, maybe, maybe, or maybe, maybe I don't think maybe, he's talking about maybe his soul. this is how they're immortal. Okay, all right, continue. I don't buy it. He claims Martians are technologically advanced; they're capable of interstellar travel. Uh, when he was a schoolboy, Bariska explained how the Martians had a strong connection to the ancient Egyptians on Earth, and actually, Bariska once visited as a pilot. When he was a Martian, he oh. came to Earth, and I assume his experience. Yeah, he said that life on Earth will change dramatically when the Great Sphinx monument in Giza is unlocked, adding that there's an opening mechanism hidden behind one of the ears on the Sphinx. Oh, somebody should check that out. <laughs> right? I don't. I don't know if they've looked there or not. I don't know if this guy is responsible for the new chamber they found uh, in yes. the Pyramid of Giza. There's nobody in there. No, nothing in there. Really. They don't know what it was for. Oh. Did they ask Bariska? Not to my knowledge. This is the first. See, I can't. He's been alive for how long? Or he's been in this state for how long? 20 years, you're saying, at least? Yeah, he's 20. He's 20. I he's 20 years confirmed old. Confirmed he's 20. And this is the first time that anyone's ever talked to him, you know? And he's been this way, and people, and his mom knew that he was a Martian since he was a fucking toddler. Look, and all of a sudden now. Someone's talking to him? No, he's full of shit. I don't want to compare him to Jesus, but Jesus' public life didn't begin until he was about 30, right? This this kid... Oh, depends. <laughs> this kid <laughs> has 10 years on that. So I'm not going to say it's impossible. You believe him. I think there's a lot of... He held his head up when he was just a couple weeks old. Have nobody, you ever seen a baby do that? Nobody thought to tell... Mom, Mama Baritska didn't think to tell anybody, oh, my God, you know, this kid can hold his head up and he can write and 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 speak at age two. Like, this is crazy. He must be some sort of Martian. We have to get this checked out. He's special. But now at age 20, he's got to retrace his steps and tell the entire story when he's had 20 years to get the story right, you know, or at least probably, I mean, if he's so smart. He could probably figure out what he was going to say at age five. He's had 15 years to get the story straight. Maybe he's been telling it for 15 years, but nobody believed him. You're t- no. Mm-mm. Or maybe he's just been secluded in Russia and nobody was listening when he would talk. Did just this? No. It, 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 he finally got a Twitter account or something and people he, paid attention. He, he just realized now? I'm Just realized that he's a, a Martian? He, he just realized Twitter? Oh, I don't know. That's speculation on my part. Maybe Twitter just got to Russia. If he is a... And people started listening I'm to him. I'm just saying, if he was really as as smart and as... 
I don't know, if he was as special as everyone thinks he was, we would have heard about this already. And if he held all the secrets, hey, go check out the... He sounds like he's on drugs. Hey, go check out the behind the ear at the thing. Maybe he planted a bomb there. I think he's a terrorist. Why do you Why do you have to think the worst of everybody? I think, no, I think that Beretzka is a terrorist. Who's he going after? Scientists. The, the Egyptians, apparently? He, he hates science. He says, hey, scientists, go check out behind the ear there. There's something waiting Whoa, for you. Well, maybe he's been poked and prodded that since the time he was two years old and he was reading and writing and drawing. I would hate scientists, too. This maybe, is, maybe this isn't him. Maybe it's not his fault that the story hasn't gone out. Maybe it's been covered up for for 18 years now. No, this and is, he finally escaped and was able to tell everyone, go look at the ear of the Sphinx. Also, I'm from Mars. Listen to me before they capture me again and it's too late. That, that doesn't come off to you as, as alarming at all? Which part? That the scientists captured that, him? That all yeah. of a sudden now he has all this information to I'm tell I'm telling us. you, he's had this information all along. It's been suppressed. By what? Scientists. The evil, evil scientists. So you're not... And, the, and Russia. So you, you are Putin. not actually denying the fact that he might be a terrorist? I'm not denying that. But I'm also not dismissing that he could be a Martian. I am. I don't know why you can't just have an open mind about something. This doesn't seem real. Do you think life on Mars is possible? Oh, yeah. Do you think there is currently life on Mars? Probably. Do you think they're underground, seven feet tall, breathing carbon monoxide? That seems unlikely. Do you think there was a nuclear disaster that forced them all underground? Mm. And that's why we don't see anything there. That's possible. It's plausible. So if all of that's plausible... Do you think that they're technologically advanced compared to us as humans? No, I don't think that. They're dumb. <laughs> and also, the key thing here, the key thing, everyone always just skips over this part where we talk about aliens. Uh-huh. Intergalactic, interstellar travel. Right. They're capable of it? That's what Baruska said. By what? By what vehicle? I don't know. He was a pilot. He would be able to tell you. Just can't. Spaceships. Where's the spaceships? Underground Mars. And 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 if this the was dark happening, side of the moon and if there were spaceships, see. why would we, as the United States of America or as the world, why would why would there be this conspiracy to hide that all? You know, who cares? I, if there's inter, if if there is intergalactic, interstellar travel mm-hmm. going on, and there are spaceships out there, why would our government and the world be trying to hide that information from us. Why? Well, one, I think that they would want to harness that power themselves. Whatever, whatever discoveries there are to be discovered from, from visitors from elsewhere. I think they want to have that knowledge for themselves and not not let the Russians or the Chinese or the Brazilians have it. Got to watch out for those Brazilians. Um, Two, I think that they want to um, keep the masses from being too worried. Don't want any mass hysteria that would be caused by aliens. But but the fact that this that people think that it's a conspiracy and that people have been covering it up for so long, automatically after that, people get the idea in their head. It is implicated 
that these people are that the Martians are here to do bad things. If that was never a thing from the start of it, then that wouldn't have been the that wouldn't have been our assumption. You know what I'm saying? Like if this if 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 you think that they're covering things up uh-huh. and they don't want us to know about it, that automatically implies that they're doing bad things and they're trying to protect the, the government is trying to protect the information from getting out to to protect us, you know, to not make us panic. So it's automatically making the people think that these people are here, the Martians are here to do bad things. And that's not fair to the Martians. Maybe they are going to do bad things. Maybe they're not. I, I, I think it'd be safe to say that we don't know what their intentions are because we speak different languages. It's hard to communicate. The same, man. Finally, we have a translator. <laughs> Boris Boriska. Boriska. Kaprikyanovich. So you, you believe him? I, I don't dismiss him. All right. I guess that's fair. I I I do dismiss him, but I I don't believe him at all. Do you believe in reincarnation in general? Mm, not really. When you're dead, you're dead? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Worm food? Yeah. That's it seems unlikely. I, I would like to believe that that would that, that would be real, you know. Do you want to be well, something else? Do you want to be cremated? When you die? Nah, nah. I don't like either of those. I don't like either of my options when I die. Do you want to be um, <laughs> turned into like plant food for a tree so that your your remains turn, basically turn into a tree? Uh, Have you seen those? No, I don't like that option either. Really? Is that, I mean, that would be that would involve cremation, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. In some way. I don't like either of the options. You want to be blasted to Mars? Do you want to be Gosh, like tied to a, a rock and sent to the bottom of I, a I, lake? I have, I have thought about this before. In oh the the Viking should, should I you know the Viking funeral would actually be pretty cool. Burned on a boat. Yeah, that's the same as cremation. Yeah, <laughs> but it's on water. But so. it's on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about this, and I'm just I, I I always end up stopping myself at I don't want to I don't want to die, <laughs> you know that I don't want to think about that. That's a stupid thing to think about. Well, you should talk to Bariska. He's immortal. What do you want to be when you're dead? I don't care. I'm dead. You don't care. I don't care. Okay. I I, I want to be like encased in some sort of statue so people can see me still. Your body? Yeah. Just like put a bunch of cement around me and hoist me up somewhere. Wow. I think that'd be cool. Okay. Will you do that for me? No. I, no. I, mean, I thought we were friends. I don't know. Maybe I could like. Just coworkers, I guess. I don't really have a statue guy to, to make you. You don't have it. a statue guy? Yeah, to make you into a statue. Have you made it this long without a statue That's guy? That's a good question. I don't know. What else we got? As far as people go? Yeah. Okay, I've written down guy who thinks he's from Mars. Mm-hmm. We talked about him. I got a guy. You do? I do. I, I don't have any more guys. I got a guy. Or girls. This one's a guy. Okay. His name is Fr- We have we have two minutes. We can go fast. Yeah. His name is Frank. Frank Liberto. I was gonna say, don't say Frank Underwood. Oh no. Don't want to talk about that guy. Oh my god. That's crazy. 
Are you sad that House of Cards is going to be ruined? Nah, I kind of am over that show. Are you? It really dragged for me. It it you know it did. I kind of felt like season the whatever season's coming up. I think it's season six. Um, was gonna pick back up with with Claire taking charge. Felt like a, a rebirth. That doesn't you know that that didn't. You know, th- I know that that was a huge moment in the series. So the end of season five, like she finally recognizes that the that the camera is there or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, you didn't think I saw you? I'm in charge now." Boom, and then season over. Okay, like, hang on, hang on. I know that that was like a big moment of the show. Everything we just said was a spoiler, so yeah. post guys, post spoiler. Just alert. it's way over now. Well, like, and the show's not going to get like a an actual ending, so it doesn't really matter at all. But. That wasn't a big that I didn't like feel that moment, you know. I I didn't I don't know if I did the way I thought I should, other than it was just like, all right, now it's Claire's because time. I, I don't find myself rooting for Claire. Like I don't find myself Were rooting. Were you rooting for Frank? No, that's, absolutely well, that's not. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you're really supposed to. You, but it wasn't like a triumphant moment for me. And I think that was what maybe what they're going for. Like, oh, it's it's Claire's turn now. Thank God she's out under the uh, off of the wing of of Frank or whatever. Uh-huh. And I just, I hate her too. You know, there's not really a redeemable character in that deal. No, there's not. That's <laughs> kind of part of the deal. But like, anytime something good happened for Frank, did you did you feel that? Like when he was made vice president or became yeah, president? In a way, I did. Yeah. And you just didn't for Claire? No. No, I didn't. Uh, no. See, I, I, I guess if if you were asking me to pick, I guess I would pick Frank. Really? Yeah. I think I feel Claire's, mar- feel Claire's arc as a character more so than I do Frank's. Because I, I, she, she's... She's gone- like super mean too, though. She is. She is. Um, Less in your face about it, though. Which I don't like. I do. I, she, she's more cognitive. She's more uh, cerebral about the whole thing. More cunning. More sly. Really? I mean, Frank would just lie to your face. Yeah. You know. Right. But Claire always looked like she was doing good. She's she's the people's champion, you know. Yeah, maybe like maybe if I was in the show, like if I was in that world, and I was viewing it as if they were the president and vice president, mm-hmm. then I would think differently. But we know them intimately, you know. Right. And they they are both see impulsive. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know Claire more intimately. Well, I, I you know I'll be interested now to that, see now what that the she's hell happens. Talk to the the audience a little more. I'll be interested to see what what they do with it because that's crazy. I just saw it right before we started this. Spacey got pulled out of another deal. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. There, there's gonna be a lot of those. Ugh, yeah. Sorts of moments for a while, I think. Yeah, we're cracking beer number two. Okay, but before we play the beer two sounder, we got to yeah. rate beer one. Oh, yeah, good point. This is really good. That this, beer was good, Craig. Van Buren. Yeah. I haven't I haven't looked to see if that's actually your name. I hope I'm getting your name right. If your name's actually Craig Van Martin, I'm sorry. Um, 
8.0. Wow. That's that's the highest. I, I think, think that's the highest you've yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go high as well. That was darn good. I'm gonna go eight point five. Yeah. See, this is our scales. You're you're seeing the difference between our scales right now. I we both thought that beer was very good on the same level. Yeah. And I rated it eight. And Mark rated I'm a half point happier is, than you. Is that your highest? It might be. I think it, it might, might be, be too. Yeah. We're now drinking to the Ellison Brewing Don Street Pale Ale. Six and a half percent. Another 16 ouncer. Yeah. Looks old. I mean, s- still got that cloudy deal to it. Cloudy. Um, Body less so. Light can penetrate this one. Less so, but it's still there. Yeah, uh, it looks more like beer to me. Less like juice, more like Gosh, beer. Gosh, I mean, these are. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be a good deal. Thank you, Craig Van Buren, Van Michigan Department of Agriculture. Um. All right. So after, events after people. Yep. Events. Um. Yeah, we man. already talked about the David Wallace conference. Oh yeah, that was an event. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. You know, we, we still have technically two more Wednesdays before Thanksgiving actually happens, but I want to get a jump on it a little bit because I was talking about it today. What is, what does your ideal Thanksgiving plate look like? My ideal Thanksgiving plate has a nice heaping pile of dark meat from the turkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good. Good choice. I'm with you. Turkey, or I'm sorry, mashed potatoes and gravy next to that. Uh, stuffing. Uh, uh, what what kind of gravy? Well, we usually have got we've got brown gravy made from the turkey drippings. Yeah, that's. Cool. Um, I would prefer a cream gravy personally. Same, but you know I'm not picky about it. I'm mm-hmm. not picky about it. Stuffing, stuffing with a nice helping of gravy on top of that as well. Hit or miss for me. Yeah, I've never. I've. Maybe I'm just blessed with good stuffing, and Thanksgiving's really the only time I ever eat it. But there's a, a delicious. Sausage it should be stuffing. the only time you ever eat it. I, every Thanksgiving. Is there another time to eat stuffing? I don't know, but literally every Thanksgiving, I have stuffing, and I think you know what? I'm going to eat stuffing more often because this is so good. But and I, and yeah, I never do. It's not. It's well, not I've never idea. made it myself. Like I don't even know. For all I know, it's it's stovetop. I really have no idea. I think it is. Well, there's like instant. Right, right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the the, the stovetop box. Like that's the brand oh, stovetop brand get, stuffing. Yeah. For all I know, that's all it is. I have no clue. Or maybe they're painstakingly putting together this delicious. I it, wow. It could be either end of the spectrum. I have no idea because this is my only stuffing experience. Yeah, your life might be a lie. I know it's delicious. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. that they add celery and sausage and stuff like that. Celery, right? Yeah, yeah. You love celery. I do. Um, there will probably be a pile of like some carrots and some peppers because I feel like I need to have some sort of vegetable peppers yeah just like like sliced peppers just just like what, bell peppers yeah yeah just like okay. like hand veggies that you can like dip in dip, dip in ranch. ranch yeah okay that okay o- only so I can feel like I had some vegetables there will be corn yeah I probably won't eat it just because corn I have all the time corn is great it, it's fine um, there will definitely be rolls. That's a bad take. My grandma makes fantastic rolls, so those will be there. Yeah. 
buns. Are they just the Hawaiian rolls? No, no, no. They're, they're, these are God, homemade from Hawaiian scratch. Rolls. Those are good. These these are homemade, painstakingly homemade. Every year she will tell you they're not good enough, and she'll tell you why. But she'll she'll feel bad as she serves them to you, and they'll still be great. How much how much food do you get sent home with? Um, on Thanksgiving, it depends on when I leave. If if we have like if we have to go to my wife's Thanksgiving and we have to leave early, yeah, not as much, yeah. which is a problem because they you know they keep them for right. for dinner. Uh huh. So I have to stay through dinner, and then get the leftovers after that, that yeah, which is fine. Like, this that's, is this is interesting. I don't know how it works for you guys, but we have Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, we do too. We do too. And then, basically, you know that that's the big meal. And everyone's definitely there for Thanksgiving lunch. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I forget what they call it. Dinner. They call it dinner, and then and then the other one is supper. Supper. Yeah. Wait, wait. Your your Hastings family. Yeah, that's that, where we. That's go. a yeah. very central Nebraska thing to do. Yeah. It's a, um, so dinner. You know, eleven thirty in the morning. Come get dinner. I'm like, what the hell's going on? But except for it's actually one thirty because they tell us it's at noon. And it's <laughs> right, at one thirty. Right. But the turkey took longer to cook. So what are you gonna do? And then everyone, you know, kind of sporadically throughout the day, oh, I got to go to the in-laws' house. Oh, I got to go to the other side of the family. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm out of here. I got to work tomorrow. And then there's only probably, it, it's a very small gathering for dinner where it was a very, very large gathering for lunch. Right. Like 20 plus. And you're down to like seven. And yeah. And we're down to a family plus grandma, grandpa, and a couple of aunts and uncles, uh-huh. you know? So- and, and it's and it's all leftover too. Like you are literally putting it back on the stove slash microwaving stuff. Right. The only difference for us is we'll we'll put out like a loaf of bread, so now you can make sandwiches with the turkey. Yes. That's the only difference yeah. between lunch and dinner. Oh, I'm sorry, right, dinner right. and supper. We're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. The the whole dinner supper thing. Um, I worked for a TV station in Kearney. You could say what it is. Uh, the old day job. NTV. It okay. was NTV. <laughs> oh, I, no, I thought you were serious. Was, <laughs> no, I, I was worried. We're, uh, and their their weather graphics, they, it would always say breakfast, oh. dinner, supper. Yeah. And somebody came in and tried to change that. Oh. And go breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> no, 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 there no, was, no. Oh, you're right. There was so <laughs> much backlash to that. It lasted about a week, and they said, okay, well, it's breakfast, dinner, supper. And like my, my dad, who... Dad, thanks for listening. Um, he'll watch their their newscast purely because they do that. And he feels connected to them because of that, because they go breakfast, dinner, supper. He'll watch and, and Central are, Nebraska News. They are based there. They, like, they are based there and uh, NBC Nebraska, the whatever one. Right. And I never got that because, st- you know. Like, you know they're not NBC Nebraska anymore? What is it? Local 4 News. Okay. They rebranded very recently. But they're in Hastings, right? So that's kind of, kind of. Well, oh, tell me more. Well, they're they're connected with Ten Eleven here in Lincoln. Oh my god! Yeah, right. they're all they're all Everybody's owned by Gray, which is also WOWT. But in particular, Ten Eleven and Local Four in Hastings. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is done here in it's town. It's not now. KSMB, uh, whatever uh, Central Nebraska, NBC, whatever. <clears throat> they're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't when I worked out there either. 
but yeah, you know that that comes on. I'm hey, like, any of my friends that work out at uh, Local Four in in Hastings, like, thanks for listening. I would, you know, I would much. Yeah, and this wasn't supposed to be the segment where we just <laughs> throw NBC Nebraska under the bus, but like, I I would give me the Omaha news. <laughs> Just, I don't really care if it applies to me anymore because I live in Lincoln. Like, it, I, give me the Omaha views. It, it's just a, a you know. I, I get that, especially when that's what you grew up with. I, I worked in news in Kearney, and then I worked in news in Omaha directly after that. And it's amazing the difference between the two. Because in Kearney, you're covering like, hey, there's a quilting bee yeah. out in Ravenna. Yeah. Uh, here's what Oh, it's, it's here's a hard what job. That's hard. Oh yeah, to come up with content when nothing happens. That's right. I mean, I've I always think to myself, what if I was doing this in Chicago? You know, yeah. How easy would that be? You know, I, like I would. I'm not good enough to do it in Chicago. But like, are you are you talking the day job? Yeah, right. Where there's just sports, right? There's 50 different sports teams, and and I I follow a bunch of people from from New York, and they get yelled at. It's like talk about the Knicks for five minutes at least. They got the Jets, they got the Giants, they got the Yankees, they got the Mets, they got hockey going on, big hockey fan base too. Talk about, they talk com- about the Knicks! Completely ignore college oh football. My, is, no, they do. Right. Uh, they, they, they don't even get to it. Like, as a fan, you don't have time to get to college football. Yeah, I mean, just I, I just think to myself, you if you can come up with one take, one idea from, <laughs> from each, right. like, you're set. You're set. Yeah. Four-hour show is done. But here we are, and... Well, and then I, I moved and I, I was working in Omaha and every single morning led off with the overnight shootings and the fires and, and right. That's big stuff. Any one of those daily stories would have been a month of content in Kearney. Like there would have been follow up after follow up after follow up after follow up on one fire, like what they did every single day. And in Omaha, you get the one story to lead the news and then it's, it's gone. It's, gone. it's, it's never com- heard from again. completely washed out by the next one. Yeah. It was eye-opening. They did not have controversy there over what they called the meals on the weather graphic. <laughs> that didn't happen. But it, it, it forever, though, amazes me at the the stuff that people hear and see and that the stuff that motivates them to call into a news station <laughs> or a radio station. Yeah. Just so innocuous and in such small things that are mentioned and they figure okay well they got that wrong we better call and, and maybe they're listening for the or watching for the very first time right you know hey i heard you say that the game's at 705 today it's actually at 635 darn it <laughs> we we messed that one up. And, you know, like I'm not minimizing it. It's important to get the time right of right. the game. But what are you going to do? Break into coverage? Right. And it's like, like we got that wrong. We have a correction to make. <laughs> you know, got the newswire music playing. You ever want to make a weatherman angry? Tell them how they should not break in. Oh, with, I feel bad for those guys with um, severe weather, especially during like a sports game. Sports or any reality TV show. Oh yeah, the worst. The worst we ever had was like breaking in during The Bachelor, oh. or American Idol, or something like that. Because and even it's not even the live stuff. You know, like when there's a tornado that's about to demolish your town. It's like when the when the thing comes up in the bottom. 
Yeah. It's like, how dare you take away my full screen right. and warn me that I'm about to die? There's a map over the scroll. How am I supposed to read that part of the scroll I when there's a map? I can't see this person's arm. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't see him give him the rose or something, whatever it might be. Yeah. That. And I'm not, what. once again, I get it. Like, if I'm a, just a consumer of it, I understand. But being on that side of it, it's like... Well, it's not easy to please everyone, you know. It's not hard. I mean, it's 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 hard. I I don't get it from the consumer side. I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine calling in being but, so self-absorbed that you you call in. But I think to myself, how they mess that up, you know? How how they screw that part up? Why did she say that word wrong? I would never call in. But I can't believe she said that. You know, on a newscast or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Would you uh, would you go on social media? Sure, and not not name names or point fingers. Well, oh, you just subtweet. Definitely point fingers, but not name names, and just say, "Girl on NBC Nebraska just said uh, Norfolk when she meant to say Norfolk or something <laughs> like that." You know the other whatever. Which one do you say? Well, people have told me that it's Norfolk. In, I've heard, in Nebraska, I've heard, I've heard. Even in Norfolk, it's about fifty-fifty. Really? Yeah. Huh. Get, mm. Can I say something about Norfolk? Please do. I don't like Norfolk. I've never been to. Uh, I can't remember ever being to Norfolk. Yeah. We, we introduced beer number two, right? We we uh, did. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. We got to go. You know. <laughs> remember the rules. We're, we're got, uh, we, go this faster. has been an interesting conversation. Gotta it's really faster. evolved. Uh, let me tell you something about Norfolk. How is that possible that their whole town shows up for the state basketball tournament? The whole town. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. But I'm just sitting there well, like... you said you don't like Norfolk. No, I don't like Norfolk because we, you know, they, they were really mean to... I went, Okay, so let me give you background, I guess. I went to Central. Omaha Central. Omaha Central. You, you, you just say Central like everyone knows what that is. They don't. They don't? No. Okay. Sorry. That's Omaha arrogance at its finest. I went to Omaha Central. Oh, okay. In case you didn't know, it's the largest and oldest high school in the state. And the best. Coincidentally. Uh, We were really good at basketball when I was there. And my senior year, we played Norfolk for the state championship. The Panthers. The Panthers, right. They had some really good players, too. It was a really good team. I want to say that they were undefeated or just maybe one loss. Really good team. How many losses did the Central have? A few. How many points per game did you score? I, two white people. Three white people on the team. One white starter that year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's right. Good for him. Yep. Um, so that was very momentous deal, occasion. Um. But they were very, very uh, racist. <laughs> and, not, you know, I don't want to say a whole town's racist, but, like, you know, they're yelling some pretty bad things. Like, this is, a, you know, this is high school. Are you saying? This is not everything. This is not, you know, the this isn't oh, even this. In the, the NBA. This is high school. And here you are at the Devaney Center at the state tournament. And yelling racist things. Now, we 
would make fun of them for their tractor wielding. <laughs> that one hits a little close to home for me. That I was gotta... that was always the thing. If we played Carney or or really, I mean, to an extent, even some of the Lincoln schools. Yeah, anybody not in Omaha. Yeah, it would just be like, get back on your tractor, you idiots, go home. That's See, what it was. I went to a school where people literally drove their tractors to school sometimes. Um, not not necessarily out of necessity, but just kind of for the novelty of it from time to time. And I respect that. So I have come to now 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 one thing you have to know about me. I have seen all of these different walks of life, so I can appreciate them all. Does that mean you're allowed to make fun of them then? Um no, no, not necessarily, but what I'm saying is when I make fun of you, w- when I make fun of that type of thing, I, it's not really, it's not personal. It's just fun. Yeah. That's fair. That's the way, that's well, maybe, that's the way maybe it Maybe the yeah. racism was just fun. <laughs> maybe they all had a black friend. Maybe. You know? Yeah. I think that's fine. Maybe. That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> How did we get here? I don't My remember. My favorite Thanksgiving plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I gave you mine. What's yours? I, I agree with you on the dark turkey meat, dark-er, but, but a mixture in there. I feel like I have to take a white piece, and then and then I, I regret it. I regret it. I don't regret it, but it's got to be the darker pieces have to be heavier heavily dipped in mashed potatoes really before i eat them the the darker pieces no oh the the, the lighter pieces yes i'm sorry to, yeah i okay. messed that up yes. yeah the lighter but i'm pieces. with you i'm with you yeah they generally need more salt and pepper and things like that too and yeah so i get that so you got that uh big pile of turkey big pile of mashed potatoes i prefer the country gravy uh-huh. the, the turkey gravy, gravy. Yeah. yep if it's not available, then it's not available. That's fine. Usually it is available. Um, guys, green bean casserole. It's the number one side. It's the number one side. I've never had it. No, you never had it. I've never had it. Okay. Because I don't like green beans. Oh, you don't like green beans? I don't like green beans. Therefore, I've never had green bean casserole. Hmm. Interesting. Try it. Is it is it a, is it an option to you on Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, it, it should be. It's it's my wife's favorite. Um, I I, I'm just saying. I know I know her side of the family will definitely have it. I can't guarantee that my side of the family will, but what, her side what, of the family what's will. What's not to like? What is the what is the thing about green beans that you don't like? Well, I've got a little bit of a history with a green bean. Uh, I, I haven't had uh, it in a long puked. time. You puked I, after eating a bunch I, of green beans. No, not a bunch. It never took a bunch. I was a very, very picky kid, and for whatever reason, uh, green beans were the worst. Yeah. But I, there was one time, like I, I was so picky, my my grandma would always worry about how skinny I was because I I just I wouldn't eat right, and she would always tell me like Mark, they're gonna have to put needles in you, and like that that scarred me. Like I didn't understand. She <laughs> meant like grandma IVs. Yeah. Like Mark, they're gonna have they're gonna put needles in you. But anyway. What I would eat was peanut butter and jelly, and I, my mom, one time, tried to sneak a green bean <laughs> into the peanut butter and jelly. That's and a that's a no no. I didn't even eat it. I just like for whatever reason, I opened the sandwich and I found it, and I was saved. But 
like I said, there's a there's a history with green beans. It's this whole thing. I don't like them. That that would be one thing that I would definitely try to do as a parent, like just publicly and embarrassingly prove my kid wrong. <laughs> you ate the green bean. <laughs> you, you didn't, didn't even, even know. know. Exactly. That that. <laughs> That's one thing I'm looking forward to in my life. <laughs> the only thing I really do that with is onions. And it's because so many dishes that I make. I thought you didn't like onions. Right. So many dishes that I make have onions in them that my daughter doesn't even know. But then anytime, you know, we'll get a burger and it'll have some onions on it. I say, Olivia, fajitas had onions and the roast had onions and this and this and this had onions. And you ate those just fine. Eat your burger. She doesn't eat the burger? Well, she won't eat the burger. Yeah, take but, the onions off. Well, it, yeah, but if they're like diced onions or something. Yeah. yeah. No, you know? I mean, I'm with you. I, You know how this works for me. You'll eat anything? You're a vacuum? Well, there's that part. Also, when you order something. Oh, you take it as it is. Take it as it is. Yeah. And how it's supposed to be. I mostly agree with you. I mostly agree yeah, with I you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not going to say 100%. There are things that I just non-negotiable won't eat, but yeah. What are what are those non-negotiables? I'm curious. Gosh. I don't know. See, there there are just some some flavors that are so strong that they overpower everything else. For me, pickles is one of those flavors. Mustard for me is one of those flavors. Mustard uh, strong so strong and bad like you won't eat it. I, I would prefer it without. It is strong because, like, I ate a burger today for lunch, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh my god, I smell like mustard." Right. That's <laughs> the, like, I don't. I don't mind it if I can put it on myself, but I don't trust that you're gonna put okay. a small enough amount on there for me. All right. So I would just rather leave it off completely. Yeah. I mean, you could say like light mustard or whatever. Yeah, but like, you still don't trust it. I don't yeah. trust. Them. I got you. I don't trust them. Um, those are really the only two things. Mustard and what? Pickles. Pickles also a strong flavor. We got to give a shout out to Travis. Travis. Chick, pick, chickles. Pickles. The, those chickles were fantastic. Oh, man. I was thinking about those pickles all he, the way He home. didn't even pull them out till after the show was yeah. over. And then he just like, we get done and he pulls out this <laughs> jar of pickles. <laughs> yeah, he goes. And it was weird, you know, given of, of that moment in the show when he said something. And it was <laughs> it was the weirdest moment in the show so far. If you're and, looking for it, it's about 56 minutes into episode 10. And then he, and then he goes in after... Uh, He's standing in the in the other studio over here, and he's like, "Hey, you want to try pickle?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> like, and it like, was great. I yeah, I don't like pickles, but I saw your reaction and him talking about it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta try one of these pickles. They were really good. He said he got this recipe, and it called for way too much cumin, which I didn't know was the thing you put in your pickles. And you just kind of put it on anything, um, you know. It's one of those things. The only thing I ever use cumin in is taco seasoning. Just throw, just throw it on anything. I'll start doing that. It doesn't really. Nothing happens. Well, then why would I do it? Something happens. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> but he was saying it was way too much cumin. Like he's cut down the cumin so many times, and he still thinks it's too much. And then what he was saying is because he wants a dill pickle, and he's got this cumin pickle, and he wants it to taste like dill. But I think the only reason I liked it is because it didn't taste like a dill pickle. It tasted like something better. It was it was really so. Good. Travis, don't change your pickle. It's gonna be a long episode. Yeah. You're uh, you're behind me. 
Okay, you talk. You're a couple gulps behind me. Oh, man. Every time I say gulps, I think of... It's a weird word to have a connotation and everything with. This is great. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told the story to you before. Um, I think of the word glugs. Glugs. Okay. Um, glug, glug, glug. And... In in high school, I got an MIP, a minor in possession. Oh, okay, of alcohol. Of alcohol. So I had to take a a diversion deal. Okay, and you know, relatively, I'm a pretty good kid. I was just caught drinking. Sure, you know. So we go to this. I go to this class with another buddy who we we both got him, and uh, <laughs> and there's just. The, the, the people in there are just so delinquent, <laughs> just so, you know, they had no interest in listening to what was being said or, you know, playing the games that, you know, and it was a, it was such an easy deal. It was, you know, you sit there for, for five hours or whatever it is and you listen to whatever the guy says and then you leave and you, you get to take it off your record. It's really, really simple. But you have they to take a test or anything? They didn't want any part of it. Uh, maybe. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember. But this kid, he, and I forget the exact question that was asked to him and why he said this, but, um, and I guess we were going around the table. Hey, what happened? Why are you here? What mistakes did you make? And, and the kid, he, <laughs> I think the question was how, how much did you have? Okay. <laughs> and it, he said, oh, I had about 12 glugs. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? He's like, well, I count, I count my alcohol consumption. He didn't say consumption. He said, I count my alcohol in glugs. <laughs> so- <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. This is my favorite. This is my favorite thing. This kid who, and you know, oh, my God, it was the weirdest thing. Glugs. So, what's a glug? You know, you you you're, you're chugging something and it goes. Gloop, gloop, gloop. That's a what? Each of those is a glug. So roughly, how many glugs are in a can? Well, you want to chug the whole thing? I don't right now. That this is this is part of my problem is I'm a craft beer drinker and I don't glug. Yeah, a we're lot. not talking about craft beer. Right. We're right. talking high school, so remember. Well, I didn't drink in high school, so I don't know. Um I, I You I, weren't I, drinking craft beer in high school. Sure. <laughs> sure. I get that. I get like, that. Like this is one of the UV th- blue. <laughs> like like really weird and bad. Oh, are we we're, we're glugging liquor? Yeah. Okay. It's it's not beer. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. It makes a difference. So you're yeah. you're you're taking pulls off of a off of a seven fifty or whatever it might you. be. I get you. Glug 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 glug. I don't think I can glug liquor. <laughs> oh, I can't. Nobody can. That guy could. He glugged it. Oh, that was the funniest. It was the funniest thing ever. It was a bad experience overall. Just, you know, stupid. I was a very good kid. I, I was like, too. I was too. Well, like I didn't. I didn't drink. I think I. Once had a drink before I turned oh, 21. Mark, I res- it was tequila and I hated it. I resisted it as long as I could. I resisted it and pushed back on it for so long. 
And I don't know when I just gave in, but it happened. It, it was before I graduated yeah. high school. Yeah. And, but, but, but I really tried to not. I remember being just like completely like this was after I graduated and I found out that everyone, a bunch of people had gone to like a senior party and drank and I, I didn't even know it was going on. And like, I was so, it was just like mind blowing yeah. that, that so many people were drinking and I had no clue. It's great. I was because- not, I was not only like innocent, <laughs> but completely naive. Yeah. Completely naive. I got pulled over once and I had friends in the car and we had just had like peppermints in our mouth. Right. And I got pulled over for having a, a busted headlight because I had hit a deer. And the officer comes up and smells the peppermint and says, oh, you've been drinking some peppermint schnapps? And it was so such a foreign concept to me. I what? thought he was joking. Yeah. And I go, yeah. And everyone else in the car, you know, they know, they understand what's going on. They go, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> like, they grab the peppermint and they're showing him, oh my look, God. peppermint. And he's like, oh, okay. But, wow. Yeah, like. I, the idea of drinking peppermint schnapps, like I, it was a joke to me. Mm. So, I never got mipped. I, I mean, did, like I, I, I regret it. Like <laughs> I did, I did. It wasn't. I'm not holding it as a badge of honor or anything. Like I don't, I haven't told very many people about it. Well, but, now our many, many, many listeners, exactly. they all know. And, and Craig up in Michigan, Craig Van Buren, Andy Craig. Buckley, yeah. they all know. Yeah. And do you think he listens? No, 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 I don't. He hasn't listened. But I'm gonna like cut that out and send it to him. Like I, I don't, I don't hold it as like a badge of honor or anything. I'm just saying that's what happened to me. I regret it. I didn't like it. And really, you know, for, for the state of who I was when I was in high school, it shouldn't have happened. Sure. You know, there were people doing a lot worse things that never got caught. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You were just dumb, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. We went to this place. We so it was. We were drinking. This thing called, I believe we call it, Cowboy Kool-Aid. Okay. What's in Cowboy Kool-Aid? Definitely Mountain Dew. <laughs> and definitely Good a lot of other stuff. Okay. In a two liter of Mountain Dew. And we were drinking it. And then we went to this place in Dundee called The Sunks. And it's just this kind of sunken down area, and it's basically the number one place where everyone gets caught drinking in their lifetime. That's and, the first place I would look right, for people drinking. Right, yeah. The and, place called uh, The Sunks. Yeah, that's what happened. There was like, so we were we were getting in the car actually to leave. We had, I, th- I think there was a sober person who was driving us from wherever we were going. We were getting in the car to leave, and then, boop, boop. and there was a car in front of us and that car got away yeah that that car's gone so we just took the the brunt of it it was that it was regrettable my baseball coach looked down on me and i was sad about that yeah i didn't i didn't like that i think the only time i ever got in trouble was freshman year of college we went to this uh park and played sand volleyball but what we didn't know is that the sand volleyball court closes permanently at m- m- no Labor Day, Labor Day, whichever one's in September, Labor Day. Oh, that's right. Closes at, at Labor Day. So permanently, off, permanently, like for the for the season. Oh, okay. So we got busted for trespassing for playing sand volleyball on this court that was closed. 
And again, the officer comes and badass. He's, you're right, right, yeah. Well, I did wear that one as a badge of honor. The officer comes up in his in his SUV, and there was eight of us or something like that. And he starts counting: one, two, three, four. I've only got I've only got five seats. So we're all gonna have to sit here and wait while another car comes. And I start laughing at him too because I again I just oh, you're not gonna arrest us. We're just playing volleyball. Right. I had no idea that he was serious too. He ends up letting us go with a ticket or whatever it was, wow. and you put it in somebody else's name so it's not even on my record in any way i think i chipped in 20 bucks and called it good congrats yeah i'm a rebel i'm a rebel oh yeah you get caught in the volleyball court. yeah yeah everybody knows what don't, happens yeah, on the volleyball don't, court. don't tell people this though like i'm i don't i don't i'm not proud of it you ever told anybody your crime before no no oh. glad to hear it you're on beer three i am what'd you think of beer two beer beer two was also good like it was also really good. The Ellison Don Street uh pale ale, a little hoppier, a little yeah. I guess uh lighter in 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 terms of like texture and how it went down. Sure. It was uh more more bitter than the IPA yeah. in in my mind. Yes, it was. Which is interesting. Yeah. I know that's all just marketing more than anything, but right. no, I mean I'm like seven point seven. Like good, really good. Yeah. Again, yeah. I'm gonna go below you on this one. I'm gonna go seven point zero, straight up seven point zero. What was your What was your first one? Eight point five. You writing those down for me? Yes, I am. Thank you. Eight point five. Okay, got it. Um, are you there yet? I'll, I'll get there. That's fine. Should we call it beer three? Beer three. Three. This beer is brewed in. <laughs> can you reach it? There you go. Appreciate that. Was brewed in Marquette, Michigan, from Black Rocks Brewing. It is called the Fifty One K IPA. How many miles is that? Oh man, I don't know. Five K is like three point one. Is it? So 10. I always thought it was two point three. Nah, five, three point one. Okay. You would know so better than I. Hey, 10. how did your running go? Oh yeah, I did a half marathon. Uh, oh yeah, Olive Garden update. I haven't been back. You're at three times. Yeah. You've got like two weeks left. Yeah. Something like that. Three weeks. There's so many rules. We have to write these down once again. All we have to give an Olive Garden update. I swear to God, I will go again before next week. I will do it before next week. How many times do you have to go to get your money's worth at this point? I don't know. I, I was kind of doing the math in my head. As a reminder. You have the never-ending pasta pass, pasta passport, pasta pasta passport, never-ending yes. pasta passport, which I paid for at the beginning of October, end of September, I think, one hundred dollars. Okay. Until I think it's the end of November or around Thanksgiving or something like that, one hundred dollars, and you can go in there and get free pasta all the time. But you got to sit down, and it's off a certain menu. You know, the, the never-ending never pasta menu. Never-ending pasta. Which means, like, choose a noodle, choose a sauce, choose a protein. That's right. Okay. Um, so I've been there three times, which means I'm paying about an average of $33 a per, meal right now. At this point. However. What, what, what does it cost if I were to go and get never-ending pasta? Like it, $9.99? I mean, if you got what I got, which would be, and here's all the stuff that I get for free and they, that they give to me, like... They start you with a salad, uh huh, big ass salad, right? Breadsticks, Olive Garden. Do you get soup? 
you have to choose soup or salad? That's right. Mm-hmm. You got to get the soup, man. I like the salad. It's really good. Yeah, but... And then pasta. It would probably be around $15. You think so? Because the breadsticks and the salads is included with every entree you ever get at yeah, all I, I bet. I at bet least it, 10 I bet. I bet it's $9.99. Okay. Nah, I bet it's more than that. I bet it's $12.99. At least 10 in between 10 and 15 All right? But here is another perk of the deal. And this isn't with my card. It's just with Olive Garden on the never-ending menu in general. Okay. They come up to you and ask you after you're like two bites into your pasta, and they (laughs) say, you want another pasta? And I'm like, well, does it look like I need another pasta? And they're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And they bring you, you know, whatever you want to do. So what I end up doing is eat as much as I possibly can on the first pasta, which is usually almost all of it, if not all of it. It's it's a but it's a healthy portion. Sure. And then take the second one for the road. So it's really two meals. So split that basically in half. I've base you know, or or double it. I've had six pastas. Okay, but like you said, that's something that anybody could go and get. For the nine ninety nine, but I'm just telling you my experiences at at Olive Garden since I've had the pass. I've got six six pastas, six pastas, and I've paid zero dollars for it. And mm-hmm. I would have only paid thirty. Um, uh, well, half that I guess, half of thirty, whatever. Like, <laughs> if I'm if, if if I'm putting it on the scale of trying to earn my money my one hundred dollars back right like i'm doing okay oh okay so you're saying like at this point six meals you've paid a hundred dollars for six meals yeah so each meal has cost you sixteen and a half dollars that's right basically that's right okay so you're still which is which is acceptable i think you think so yeah i think you're still on the high end if we go one more time i'm i'm past it if you go one more time you're at 1250 still on the high end i think because I think the normal person goes and gets never-ending pasta pass for nine ninety nine. So I should make it my goal to go at least two more. times. I think at least two more times. Get it, get it down to ten dollars, and that's even a generous ten dollars. Yeah, you're right. Because you're counting two meals that the regular person would get for the nine ninety nine. And by the way, you're paying twenty for it. I'm tipping, and you're tipping. But that's the normal person would have to tip too. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be on top of that anyway. But it's not free. Yeah, like like you're not going and getting. Free meals. You're still spending some money. I assume you get a drink, or no? Do you get water. water? Okay. Okay. You don't walk out with any tiramisu or anything like that. I do. I walk out with a big ass full pasta. Yeah, but tiramisu so good. I no. I can't. I can't do that. Really? But, yeah. I can eat. I don't do dessert. I can. Oh, you. I forget that about you. It's not that I don't like dessert. I just, I just fill myself so much on the regular meal. Yeah. See, I just I don't relate to that in any way. Yeah. All right, that's your Olive Garden update. All right, half marathon update. Uh huh. Yeah. So I I did a half marathon. I I t- was telling people on this podcast I was concerned about doing it because I hadn't trained correctly, hadn't run more than seven miles leading up to it. Um, it went well. It went well. I I finished. We'll start there. Good. Very good start. Yeah. I ran the first ten miles, nonstop. Wow. Wow. That's 
That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I walked most of miles 11 and 12 and then ran the last mile completely. And I was feeling really good about that one because um, you, you'll be familiar with this. Listeners may or may not be. But we you end in the rail yard and you go over the pedestrian bridge that yeah. goes right by the arena. Mm-hmm. And so from the the lot over there. Yeah. 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 Over by Haymarket Park. Uh-huh. And, and that is is all uphill getting over that bridge. I mean, as most bridges will be, they go up and then go down. But it's a lot of uphill even before you get to the it bridge is. It to, is. to get to the bridge. Mm-hmm. So everybody else at my pace is walking at that point, And I am very slowly and painfully running past them. And that just felt nice. That felt good. Like That was the only thing keeping me going is I wanted to be better than all these other people walking at that point. And it ends in the rail yard. And it ends in the rail yard right there on Canopy Street. Um, which was cool. Those you know, there's people lining it still, even though this is two and a half hours after it had started. There's still people lining Canopy Street and cheering you on. So cool. that was cool. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I did experience that I had never experienced was a nice black toenail. <laughs> my second toe on my left foot, nice and black. Um, and then a couple of days later, it was still still really really discolored, and I. I saw the toenail was a little long, so I just go to clip it, and it goes, just, just exploded with what, pus what is, and blood ew. and whatever else was in there. Yeah, just like, I, I don't know what happened when I clipped the toenail, because I only got toenail when I clipped, and it just went, now it's a normal color again. So toenail actually filled with pus? I don't, not the toenail, but I, I just, whatever, somehow relieved the pressure. I've told you about my toenail. Surgery, your, your ingrown right? toenail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and I, we, we share ingrown toenail stories. Oh, my God. That was crazy. That was a crazy experience. Well, I only have nine toenails permanently yeah, now. You, you've lost one. I, I, yeah, because I, I had it. I mo- Usually, this is what I've learned. Usually, when people have an ingrown toenail, they just like take off a sliver on the side. That's correct. And leave the rest of it. That's right. The doctor I went to took the entire toenail off. The entire thing. And said, don't worry, it'll grow back. And it did. It did grow back. But it grew back painfully and misshapen. And so I went back and said, "What? this this is bad. Like, I don't think this went right. It's time to kill it. And he goes, well, I can can just take it off completely and pour some acid on it. You're in better shape there. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Like yeah. I would absolutely sign up for taking my other nine toenails off completely. Completely, yeah. if that were an option. Great question. What purpose do toenails serve? I, I I I can tell you, I have not missed the one that I don't have. I in no way miss it. What what do toenails do? Well, I assume they protect your toes when you drop stuff on them. <laughs> Is that a thing? No, but then your We're, toenails just get hurt. <laughs> that's true. You said you that's have true. black toenail. Right. Uh, no, that's bullshit. Why do we have toenails? They're probably left over from like when, when people had claws and things I like mean, that. Fingernails, like I think there's use for that because that I, I think for me anyway, that helps with grip. Yeah, we open uh beer cans. Yeah. So it's like a it's a maybe it is a evolutionary evolutionary type of deal where yeah. it's like we really sh- we don't need them at all i 
I, th- I think toenails. Yeah, right. Anymore. Yeah. Right. Because we're we ain't grabbing stuff with our toes. Yeah. Well, I do, but only when I'm lazy. Yeah. Right. So my toenail story is, I got this crazy ingrown to- toenail, big right toe, and same same as mine. Big right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure big right toe. And after a while, I finally go get it checked out. Dr. Berger, 33rd and 0, helped me out. Shout out to Dr. Berger. So I go in there. 33rd and 0? Yeah, it's just a little house kind of thing, kind of looking thing on the south side of O. Okay. It says Dr. Berger right on the side of the wall. Okay. Um, And I go in there, and, you know, they they get out this big-ass needle. And, and and this is surgery. This like what we're talking about here is surgery, which I had never had before. Never had any type of surgery before. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm awake for this whole thing. And I'm look and she's like, "Can I, you know, kind of close your eyes or look away or something like that?" And she gets out the big out big ass needle, you know, Novocaine. The worst. Oh my god. They're getting a shot in oh. your toe. The worst. Oh my god. So that happened and then and then the toe and most of the rest of the foot goes numb. And then after about five, you know, she, she walks out, she takes a break, <laughs> comes back in. And then she's just like, she just takes some pliers out and starts chopping my toenail on the, on the inside of the, of, so I guess like if we're looking at, if you're looking down right now at your right foot, the left side of your, um, the left side of your big toe. The, the side with no more toes. The side with no more toes. Okay. The inside. Right. I suppose. And she pulls pliers, like literally house pliers, and so you- starts digging in there, and I don't feel any of it, and I'm watching the whole thing happen. Oh, you watch? Oh, I'm watching the whole thing happen. She didn't tell me to look away for that part. I'm, wa- <laughs> I'm watching the whole thing happen. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And then she she jams uh she jams a wooden rod down there, you know, to clean it out. Jesus. And and then at this point she's like, "Look, take a picture." <laughs> she tells me to pull out my phone and take a picture. And I pull out my phone and I take a picture. I still have the picture. I would show you. I'll show you if like if you ever want to see it, come up to me and ask me, "Mark, have you seen it?" I feel like I have, but I don't remember. Uh... Give, give me I'm not good with this stuff. I'm really not. So you went to a a doctor, a, a toe, a foot specialist. Okay, a foot specialist. But you said it's basically a house at 33rd and O. It's not. A, I mean, it's she, a real. It's a business. She pulled out household pliers. <laughs> no, it's, it's hey, come she, on. You said you said literally household pliers. These are what your words. Doctor Berger um, does a great job. And then she stuck a wooden stick in there and said, "Hey, take a picture you of see this." It? You see it? Yeah. So so what happened is after you know, after she takes out the, the pliers, chops off the part that she needs to chop off, she pulls out the ingrown part of the toenail, right. which is embedded. And now that I look at the picture, it's actually on my left foot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Everything you you're drugged. Um I can't believe that actually. It's on my it's on my left foot, on the left side of my big toe. So it's not on the inside. <laughs> Everything you said was wrong. Uh, no, that was okay. stupid as hell. But then she jams the rod down there to try and clean it up. You want to see it right now? Yeah. All right. This is Mark's live reaction oh, to God. 
the picture of when I was having surgery on my toe taken by me. Oh, God. Why is there a, like the big ass? Why? It's just in there. I know. It's like a big ass wooden dowel just sticking out of your toe. It's gross. She told you to take a picture of yeah, that? Yeah, she said, take your phone and take a picture. Why? Because I can't feel it. Jesus. <laughs> take that back. And then, and then, you know, so in in my toe is the rod, and then in her hand is the ingrown toenail part, which is equally as gross. So then they, you know, they patch it up, they seal it up, whatever the hell they do. I have no idea. And then I got to take, you know, Epsom salt baths for the next, you know, couple weeks, and then I'm cured. I feel great. And I still have a big toenail. You took Epsom salt baths? Not my full body, just my feet. Your feet? Yeah. While, okay. While you still had an open wound? It's wrapped up. It's, you know, yeah, it's to to help it stay disinfected, I suppose. Okay. But you still had an open wound? Um, it was wrapped? I don't know, man. Okay. Here's here's my thing with Epsom salt because I when I had my ingrown toenail and this was before I had it removed, I had read if you have an ingrown toenail, you should put it in an Epsom salt. Ah, see, I'm forgetting the timeline on this. It might have been after the surgery. Well, it's, you got to soften it, soften it up, right. soften the the ingrown part of it. Whatever it was, at some point I had an open wound on my foot and I stick it in this salt bath. And I was on the phone with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, on the phone with her. And I'm, I'm talking and I go, ow, 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 fuck, ow, ow, Jesus, fuck, ow. Like it, it was awful. It was, it was really bad because open wound and salt, who knew, bad combination. So you, you didn't have that experience though? I guess it may be a sting. <laughs> You're just more of a man than Did I you am. know that? Redheads, gingers, are more sensitive to pain. Uh, I believe that. You're a wuss. How does that make me a wuss? You're more sensitive. I'm more sensitive to pain. Do do I? Am I complaining about it? All the time. Where's my Constantly. I just told you the story about how I had surgery while I was awake. Yeah, you also mentioned the Novocaine. I feel like I'm pretty tough. You know what? Every single day we go into the day job and we, we sit in the studio and you say, hey, hand me the remote for the air conditioner. It's too damn cold because you're a wuss. It's true. I have to have it a certain <laughs> way. You're just a diva. Did you know that people with red hair and blue eyes make up for less than 1% of the population? Do you have blue eyes? I do. I've never looked at your eyes before. It's true. I'm always fixated on the hair what would what eyes did you think i had i don't know like two of them brown <laughs> uh i think most redheads have brown eyes really because uh, my brother has blue eyes he's a redhead me and him i'm guessing i'm guessing all of his kids have blue eyes but i don't know that i've never oh, looked at their see, eyes that, too. that's the crazy thing how you know th- this is the question i get most commonly asked to me if I'm in a family situation or or just meeting someone for the first time, mm-hmm. red hair. Or, or, or like, 
I, I sit down at a haircutting place and I never met the person. It's like, red hair, where'd you get the red hair? And I'm like, I had no effing idea. Do you say the milkman? And what happens is they somehow convince me every time <laughs> that I'm adopted. They convince you <laughs> that you're adopted. <laughs> I, you know, I don't believe it. How, how has this miracle happened? My parents, neither of them. My, my dad is like Italian and East Coast, Italian, Sicilian, like dark skin, black hair, awesome mustache. 100%? Yes. Uh-huh. My mom, German, you know, central Nebraska, you know, that part. Yeah, of right. Neither of them any strain of red hair. No Irish in there anywhere. I mean, maybe, maybe on my mom's side, generations ago, uh-huh. and that's obviously where it has to come from. But it's well, nobody I, else in my entire family. See, and th- this is this is kind of where it gets a little interesting because I know it's more complicated than that. But being as recessive as both the blue eyes and the red hair are, that means it has to come from both sides. Like you have to have genes from both sides to get blue eyes and red hair. I I, be, I would believe so. Like it's not a dominant trait; it's a recessive trait. So you 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 have to get it from both sides. <laughs> that seems hard to believe. I like, I maybe my face looks like my dad, but uh-huh. if you saw my dad, maybe you have met him. I've met him, yeah, or seen him before. And and that entire side of the family. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, like I am, the, I am the outlier. Well, maybe Italy plus Germany equals Ireland. It's you so, know? it's it's funny. I went I went out there a couple of years ago. We went to like my, my oldest cousin's wedding, and it was kind of the last family like family get together on that side that we've all had. We've all this been is together. your dad's side. Yeah. Okay. And so in New York, it was in New York. The wedding happened to be in New York on Long Island. Yeah, and. It, my cousins who are from New York and have lived in New York their entire life, they commented, and this is me um, roughly four to five years ago, so I'm not quite as fat as I am right now. Okay, right. I knew you then. I mean, like, decently good shape at least. And <laughs> they're like, you're huge. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I'm five foot, eight, like nine. I'm five foot nine. You were going to go five eight. And I'm five eight and a half, <laughs> I think, in real life. And like tops 180, 200 pounds. And they're like, dude, you're, you know, you're, you're a beefy dude. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like everybody out here is tiny. And I, and then, and then after that, it was like the glass broke and I started looking around while I was up there. I was like, everyone here is tiny as fuck. And, and, and everyone in Nebraska, cause I am the runt right. in Nebraska. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm six two two forty. So right. you're tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and I look around at my surroundings in Nebraska. I'm like, wow, if I could just be a little bit bigger, but no, that's, 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 that was crazy <laughs> to me. You're tiny and huge. Or I guess I'm big. Right. Yeah, I was I was just watching Shark Tank. We'll segue there. They they had this company on there and when it was clothes for shorter guys was how they were branding it. And it was anyone 5'8 or under was considered a shorter guy and mm. they, they 
Ooh, needed these clothes. Interesting cutoff. But then, right, like all the guys on stage walked up, except Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's pretty tall. But all the other guys are like, oh, yeah, well, that's me. I, apparently, I need these clothes. Yeah, I need these clothes, too. And they're all, they're, everyone's tiny. Not here. People aren't tiny here. No, they would be. Like, you're, are you the shortest guy in our day job office? I mean, Bach, probably. Yeah. Okay, okay. Similar size. But otherwise, I mean, Brett's over six foot. Jake's over six foot. I'm over six foot. Parker, Poppy, all over six foot. It's not like they're they're like big though, you know. They're just tall. Yeah, they're just taller. Yeah, bigger guys. Yeah. That that was one of the most interesting things to me. I'm like, really? So if I, if I moved out here, I'm I'm a tall person. And that it, and it, I kind of want to move. I was gonna now. say, is that yeah. enticing to you? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We have more ideas. We're on the ideas segment, by the way. You wanted to talk about music a little bit. Well, there's a couple things. We're not going to get to all of them, and we've gone so long. I know. This, is my, this might be our longest episode, and we're not done. Um, here's what I had written down. Um, guy thinks he's from Mars. Yes, got that. Did Thanksgiving that. plate, got that. Yeah. That's basically been our only two topics so far. We talked about uh, dinner and supper. Why does it mark like music? Kookaburra song. Why are some of my Twitter characters question mark boxes not washing baseball hats? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, what do you want to go with? <laughs> God, I have no idea. Let's talk about your baseball hats. All right. Go ahead. Well, poke around. You call yourself a baseball guy, mm-hmm. a, a baseball purist, and I think that's going to play into it here. You got, you got a World Series Kansas City Royals hat. Correct. With a patch on the side. That's right. Beautiful hat. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Alex Gordon and Eric Hosmer and all of them. Anyway. 2014, the World Series, they lost. Was it? Mm -hmm. Because that, I tried to get a postseason hat from that year because I went to a postseason game that year. You did. I was at the... Wild card game. Hell of a game. Only postseason game I've ever been to. Best moment of your I life. I tried to get a postseason hat. Couldn't do it. Had to settle for the World Series hat. I oh, settled game. for the World Series hat. That's right. Yep. Okay. So is that why you were so eager to uh, destroy it with white sweat marks? I like a hat that is that is that is worked in. I, I like a hat that it is It can be worked in and flexible and worn. Not no flexibility has nothing to do with it. I like a hat that is you know, you get it out of the box and it's this beautiful shade of blue. I like I like it to be a little bit fa- more faded faded than that, okay. you know? Faded's one thing. Sweat marks are a completely different mm-hmm. thing. Completely different thing. And yet you take pride in the sweat marks. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why. Well, what 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 is desirable about seeing a a, a visual form of your sweat daily? Well, at, on at, your the, hat? at the heart of this, for, first of all, I think it's authentic. You know, I, I think real major leaguers would have sweat on their caps. That's part of it. And then you're asking me why don't I wash it to make the sweat marks go you're away? You're not a real major leaguer. I know, but I want to be. Okay. All okay. right. Well, so so 
why don't I wash it to get the sweat marks off why of it? Why don't you wash it to get the sweat marks off? Because, and my mom would ask me the exact same thing. Hey, okay. your hats smell really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Why don't you wash them? I'll tell you why. Because when you wash them, and then you wear them again for the... Now, now there are the initial problems when you wash them. Let's start there. When you wash them, it gets... It... It gets a little bit deformed. The bill can get messed up, and then there's ways around that. They have, you know, the cap things where you can put in the the washer. cap savers. Cap holders, yeah. You can put in the washer. My dad always put a towel in it. And so I guess there's ways around that. There's that part of it. You have to protect that. And then you... So then you wear the hat again. After it has been washed, it smells great. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, a hat shouldn't smell great. It shouldn't smell like anything. I agree. It okay? shouldn't smell like anything. So if it smells great, that's a problem. But smelling bad is and also then, a problem. And then what happens is you wear the hat mm-hmm. one time, mm-hmm. maybe two times, right. sweat in it, and it smells so much worse. So much worse than the initial time that it was sweaty. So I figure, let's not wash it. Let's just keep this thing going. It looks bad. It looks dirty. That's fine. And in fact, it doesn't look bad to me. It looks great. It smells worse. After you wash it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know science. I don't know how that works. But I I know for a fact that after I've washed hats or God forbid, fuck God. Mom, don't wash my hats without my permission. Wash my hat. And then I pull it out of the washer and I wear it again. And I'm like, this is not the same hat that I that I originally had, that I have created. A hat is a sacred thing for a baseball player, you know? You write on it. You write your little messages or whatever you want to write. You got your sweat marks on there, and those are kind of like a badge of honor type of thing. And if if that, for some reason, goes away, that's a problem. But the smell. The smell is not important. <clears throat> well, the smell is the main reason why I wash a hat. And I, I think you, you Be- care about the smell too much. Like, the, I, I, I like to wear a hat when I run. I, I, I wear it backwards, wear a hat when I run. Um, Why? Oh, mostly. Okay, mostly because... Because you got a good... Hey, what you have going right now with your with your hat that says the day job logo on it... That's the, that's not the one I wear. It's a great hat. It is a great hat. It's, it's nice and faded. I wash it. I wash it. It's nice and faded, but I wash it. I wear a different hat when I run. The main reason is because um, I wear these Bluetooth headphones, and they they it'll swing around. So I, I clip the cord to the bill of the hat uh, with like just binder clips. I have to pee. I'm sorry. We have to talk about your hats. I'm almost done, but I have to pee. Just letting you know. Like we're getting to that. You're point. right. The, the hat I wear for the day job. Great hat. Like, it started as, as black as black can be, and it's basically brown now. Because, But, you know, how did it fade? The washer. Cheating. 
<laughs> well, also, I wore it every single day. But but the washer is where it fades. There's no sweat stains on it, though. There are no sweat stains on it. I love the sweat stains. Why would I want a sweat stain? Sweat stains are great. But the white, like, little the, lines? Yeah, but what? there's no other article of clothing where that's acceptable. No, this is a hat. So why is it acceptable on the hat? This is something that you wear, that that you can wear every day. You can't wear a shirt every day. Right, because it would have sweat stains on it. No. Like even even like um like light colored shirts that get yellow armpits. That's basically the equivalent, right? Mm, the yellow is the yellow throws me off. It's the same thing. It's a it discoloration no, caused I by get, sweat. Yeah, I get that. I get what you're saying. Why is one acceptable and one's not? I don't know that it's acceptable. I'm just saying I like it. This is my hat story. <laughs> and all it's, it's of my hats gross. hopefully are it's, worn it's enough gross. where they're beautiful in my own way and they're not washed. And the initial part of that hasn't been uh, tarnished or messed with. I don't understand the smell. I, I don't know where you're getting that. Is it just like by it, comparison? Like, all of a sudden, it smelled good, so then now it smells worse because it once smelled good? No, no, like, it smells worse than it originally did. Yeah, but I think you only think that because it smelled good in the middle. It's possible. I don't know. Like, it's all all relative. It might be, but what I'm saying is, I hate it. That's my preference. Okay. I'd be really bad. Well, let's let's say that our beers are gone because nobody can see it. My beer is actually gone. No, it's not. I see beer in your glass. Shut up. <laughs> Let's say that our beers are gone. You're like, yeah, you just drank yours, and I totally just drank mine, too. Ah, Good my work. beer is actually gone now. Nice. All right. Um, your beer is not gone. How dare you? Do you want to do dream journals, or do you want to rate the beer first? Uh, the beer was... It was the 51K IPA from Black Rocks Brewing out of Marquette, Michigan. Uh, 7.5. Pretty good beer. Pretty good. Uh, maybe maybe less. Let's say it was 7.3, actually. It was the same as the one before it. So you said 7.0, so you're going 7. It was the same beer. Yep. Was it a different beer? It tasted the same It was to me. similar. It, it really it, was. It tasted very much the same to me. Uh, first one, M- M484, M48. M43. Yeah, very good. Very good. Seek that one out. Yep. Uh, Dream Journal. So that's our rate. Um, Dream Journal, I had a couple entries this week. They both in- involve things that I talk about with the day job and the and the thing that we don't talk about. Okay. So am I allowed to say them? I don't know. Just like use code. Imagine that it's about cookies instead of football. What about how do I disguise football coach? I don't know. Baker. The baker. Okay. Of the bakery that we don't talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ran away on a four wheeler. And we kept calling him a different name. Started with a V. Okay. That's what it started with a V. That's what it says. Okay. That's what it says. Secondary dream. I played for. 
I played for Oregon football. This this is what it actually says. Okay. I played for Oregon football and went through warmups, then had to go back to the locker room because I didn't have my helmet, and then I couldn't find the locker room. Oh no. You couldn't find your helmet and then you couldn't find the locker room. Were mm-hmm. you drinking? No, I was trying to play football. Oh, okay. <laughs> CTE. CTE. That's it. That'll get you. Um, okay, I've got two as well. The first one sounds really riveting. I don't remember this one. Local business owner thinks water law discriminates against his business. <laughs> That's cute. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the the best are when you don't remember them and you have no idea. What have no. Clue. Wow, I just recall this right now. Yeah. Uh, bad water law, apparently. Uh, the other one was I was a newly ordained priest. And was offered a four-week business trip in Colorado. Oh, congrats. But I was worried about being away from my wife and daughter that long as a newly ordained uh, priest. No, that's reasonable. I don't, I don't know how those go together. Reasonable. Yeah. So that's it. I guess that's it. Well, it was a long episode. We talked about a lot of things. This is our longest episode. All right. Really? Gotta go faster. We do. Gotta go faster. Well, okay. Here's one thing that you guys don't know. Two of those beers were tall boys. Oh, yeah. They might know that because we said them at the time, but... Really? Yeah, we did. Two of the beers were tall boys. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm not going to complain about. Thank you, Craig Van Buren of the Michigan Department of Agriculture. So that's more beer. It was more beer than normal beer. So we're allowed an extra 15... 20, 25. (laughs) Uh, That's not going to be part of sample 11. I just want to make that clear. That that will not be mandated. It, It can be. But it doesn't have to be part of sample 11. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's it. Next week is 12. I'm sure there'll be a new rule. Can't wait. Hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. Please listen where, to us where? again at threebeerslater.com uh, on the Google Play podcast thing, on iTunes, on Stitcher, mm-hmm. on TuneIn. Tell Alexa to play the Three Beers Later podcast on TuneIn. Alexa knows now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, everyone go hold me up to Alexa. So I can say, Alexa, play the Three Beers Later podcast on TuneIn. And she'll, goes, she'll say, playing the Three Beers Later podcast on TuneIn. Uh, do this one. Alexa, you suck ass. <laughs> so funny every time. She'll say, I'm sorry, I don't know how to suck ass. See you next week.